Bagentina Podcast Episode 3, Take 1. probably hear the bird chirping in the background. Do you hear that? There's a bird living in our bathroom. His name is Billy or... Lil Billy? Lil Billy or Potato. Potato. <laughs> named, named by Rocky. It's our son Rocky's bird. Um, so Lisa wrote most of this song, so I think we should ask Lisa about the song Something New. Okay. So the song Something New was kind of started out as sort of a fun... Well, actually, it didn't start out as a fun experiment. That came second. I was at home before when Stephen and I moved to Oliver and we were just sort of figuring out what we were doing with life after moving away from Prince George and, you know, figuring out music and jobs and future and all those kinds of things. You know, we were at home quite a bit during the day when the boys were at school and I was working on songwriting quite a bit. And this was one of the songs that came out one day just I was plunking around on my guitar, it was a rainy day, and I was sitting out in the patio, the little, tiny little patio that we have here, and uh, the I had like the melody and the chord structure already set out and everything, and so I went online to Facebook, actually, and I just kind of put it out there, and I'd never done that before, and I just said, I don't have lyrics or anything like that yet, but I have the song and the chord structure, and I gave people the chords and I said, send me back, either, you know, post something publicly here if you feel comfortable to, or send me something private if you've got some lyric ideas for the song on what you're feeling from the melody, from the tone, I guess. Not the tone, sorry. The mood of the song. So I, I got, you know, lots of likes and things like that, but actually only a couple people um, posted back and messaged back. And those two people were Julia Fernandez and Sarah Daylene, uh, friends of mine here in Oliver. And uh, so they each had their own input of lyrics into the song. Cause I needed, I was just like having, you know, I was stumped a little bit, I guess. And uh, so Julia came up with more like theme ideas and maybe not specific lyrics, but themes. But, um, which was great, which kind of helped inspire some of the verses that I ended up writing. And then, but Sarah Day, she actually ended up sen sending a video of herself playing the ukulele, and Sarah's actually a beautiful singer herself and loves music and is a music lover. And uh, she sent back a video of hers with lyrics to the first verse of the song. And so, the first verse of Something New are Sarah Day's lyrics against, uh, yeah, the melody and the chords of the song that I had written. So that's how that all started. Fighting 
Lisa and Steven Toon. So you contacted me and asked me if I could uh, do a quick blurb on my contribution to your song, Something New. And so I was thinking about it. I thought, okay, well, you know, what was it? About a year ago or so, I, I was on social media, you know, scrolling around, wasting time. And I saw Lisa. And she had posted a video of her playing a riff, creating a song. And she had said um, to the world of social media, hey, is anybody interested in... Uh, helping me write this song, looking for some lyrics, looking for some ideas. I thought, yeah, that's really cool, for sure, absolutely. So, you know, I went outside, hung out in my backyard, listened to the riff a few times, and then, you know, it kind of came to me, and I thought, hmm, what about... Biding my time, waiting for you. I am here, holding this space. So I sent it on over to Lisa and Stephen. I said, well, here's my contribution. And there was quite a few contributions. And uh, yeah, and then a little bit later, uh, a few months later, Lisa contacted me and said, you know what, I think we might use uh, what you contributed, your, your lyrics in our song, Something New. I was like, yeah, that's cool for sure. Absolutely, that sounds great. Uh, so it turns out that what I did contribute is the opening two lines to their song, Something New. And it's a great song, I love it. So thank you, Lisa and Steven, for including me in the creation of your song that's part of your new album. from there I just worked on the song after that and um, wrote more lyrics to it and uh, a bridge and then during the process too I was like oh Steven you know why don't you come along and help me out refine the song a little bit and add some lyrics here and there if we can so yeah so it's actually kind of the whole songs you know, mostly written by me, but it's there's bits in collaboration with Steven and Sarah and Julia. And um, the cool part was is that when I went down and showed Steven the song, you know, I think you were into it. <laughs> but I, I sang it for him, played it for him, and then I really wanted to get a strong chorus part in and so we kind of collaborated on that a bit. I think like most of the chorus Stephen wrote melodically and then we kind of figured out the lyrics together. But uh, yeah, so that was that was how that all happened. And That's funny that you say that. I, I don't think I did write the chorus. I thought I just wrote the outro something new. Well, sorry, you like you came up with the chord the dun 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 that part. Oh, yeah, 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 that part. Okay, yeah. Okay, I get. It. I yeah. Well, I guess this is really a true collaboration because I don't really remember. I do remember that <laughs> Julia came up with the phrase "something new," like the like the 
the, didn't she say something new? Yeah, it was just like a theme. Like so, a in her theme. post, she said reflections, comma, something new, and that was it. Those were kind of, but you know, the whole song ended up being called something new, and and reflections is in there. Just so, just like even just a tiny bit of direction like that can really influence a song. Hi, this is Julia Fernandez, and. Um, I had the amazing opportunity of just adding uh, just my little two cents uh, as Bagentina was writing their new album uh, for the song Something New. And really, I just uh, in that moment was thinking about, you know, the road ahead and what I've been through in the past and what I'm uh, headed towards today and in the future. And was just thinking about, um, you know, just that desire for something new and uh, for having uh, passion in my life and um, just that desire to see really what um, God had in store for myself and my family. And I just want to say I'm just super proud of my dear friends and the new album they've put out and uh, really am enjoying listening to it in the car and at home and um, just sharing it with my friends and family. And I just want to say congratulations, guys. You did an amazing job, and I'm just so enjoying it. Oh, and, and what's really important, which I should actually say, is like when I ask people to share lyrics, I did kind of... Um, lead them with saying like I want to write something that's a song more you know a more of a hopeful kind of type song so like you know a story that is you know maybe has some tension but the general feeling that I was going for at the end of the day with the song is like it's a progression of moving you know moving out and upwards into something new. So it kind of all ended up um, working out that way. Yeah, and then originally, you know, when I first wrote it, it was sort of more like laid back. But um, I really, I just kept, as we got closer to recording it with John in the studio, I was just really feeling, and Stephen was feeling too, like I wanted it to have more energy and a little bit more of a, a rock feel because the whole theme of the song, um, the bridge going into the outro says, your joy and your sorrow get bent out of time. Conversations coming up empty and searching for the signs something new and then it goes into the the outro so like yeah i mean that's just i don't know it feels it feels funny and awkward to um pick apart my own song i'd rather hear what you have to say <laughs> steven oh what i have to i say don't know or what i this is one of those things where you know people usually agree that the meaning behind a song is unique depending on who the listener is, like who the interpreter is. Yeah, and of course. So this song was less kind of 
straightforward for me because I just, I, well, I guess I just couldn't grasp, grasp like right away what, what exactly Lisa and Sarah Day and, and Julia were, were like meaning or, and yet it took on a meaning to me. Mm-hmm. And oh. I, I, in that time, I think I was just writing a lot of songs about us and about, you know, just about where we were at. And so the theme of something new, I mean, it's all through the album, just something new and, you know, leaving one thing to start another, um, cutting ties with one season to enter into another. Um, hmm. And I actually think that something new is a close relative to the song On Your Side. Because oh, yeah. On Your Side has, for me, when I wrote it, it had a lot to do with, like, you know, daily having to remind myself that I'm an adult and I need to, you know, take responsibility for my life, for my days, for my hours. and You know, like, we all, our life is what we make it, right? Something new was kind of about like, um, I don't know. I guess I just sort of pictured like. Well, I think the title itself, something new, like it feel to me like sitting here talking about it. I realize what makes me feel awkward is like it's just really straightforward. Something new, like you know, so the you know that theme can relate to anyone in their life regarding whatever it can be you know changing directions or starting over or whatever like so our whole album has these themes throughout all of our songs it's about like you know transformation change or like sticking with what you're at but but discovering something new in what you're doing right I actually thought that when Lisa said, you call me up, I'm calling out to you. Like I pictured it being Lisa and I, (laughs) and it's like, we came out of a really tough few years and, you know, I'm not the kind of person that blames people, but, um, I'm, I'm more, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I was in a, I've been in, I was in a dark place. For a couple of years a really hard place where I was trying to trying to figure out like what am I really here to do like what am I here on this earth to do and my desire is to write songs and sing songs and play music and um and as cliche as it sounds like Lisa being my wife is somebody who's always you know called out to me and <laughs> reached out to me and said you know you, you can do this you can you can be the person that you're made to be and and uh so even though that's maybe not what she was thinking that's just kind of like what stuck in my mind so um you call me up I'm calling out to you 
Wait, did you write that or did I write that that line? We wrote that together, funnily yeah, enough. Funnily yeah. enough. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I mean, we, it, it was in my mind as this like metaphor, just this mm-hmm. image of like, you know, how we help each other, how we save each other. I don't say that in like a totally cheesy codependent way. I just mean like, you know, marriage and support and. Well, the love and encouragement and yeah, um, I think the song reflects like supportive, you know, the ups and downs that any relationship can have. I mean, it's not just about a a marriage relationship. It actually it parallels any kind of support system that you have, right? Whether it's you know a sibling or a dear friend or family or a mentor or whatever like it's about like being on a journey with somebody in some kind of capacity and kind of like taking a look at the interworkings of that recognizing where you've you've kind of like you know relied on each other in different ways maybe had some little hard bouts, but at the end of the day, let's keep moving towards finding something new. (laughs) A line that really sticks out to me is the biding my time waiting for you because I think when one person in a relationship or a partnership is struggling um, the other person you know can do a lot to support them but in a, in a, a lot of ways they're they're kind of biding their time and waiting you know like mm-hmm. they're waiting for this to pass and I've always felt like I take a super long time to process things to realize their truth about a situation and you know before I actually do anything about it it takes me a long time so I think you know Lisa has had to wait through a few of those times and wait for me and and then even then you know as as we all do we we can turn things around or we can find something new and move move into that but sometimes we can go back to that same place that we were in before and so yeah, it, what's I was also gonna say too, like I don't think Lisa and I really have co-written anything until we um, moved, you know, three years ago. When we started doing Tune Made, like our umbrella for all of our musical things. Um, I think that's really when we started writing together. Mm-hmm. And first we started writing for, you know, we're we're sort of trying different genres and different things, and just kind of trying to grow as musicians and songwriters and and then we um yeah this song is sort of a a real important song it's a it's a stake in the ground I guess saying like yeah we are now like I don't know why it's taken 20 years but (laughs) well not quite 20 years 17 years I guess when we started trying to do this but it's hard to collaborate and write together for certain types of people there's a lot of writers out there who that's all they do they get into a room with two or three other writers and they just you know work 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 on songs all day and um and that's I don't know I've always done it on my own so it's been hard 
for me to transition into this, but it's also very re rewarding. There's a song we wrote with a friend down in the States. It was a challenge, but it helped me to sort of say, you know what, I guess this is cool. Like you just learn new things and you experience new things writing with people and, uh, you know, seeing things from a different perspective. And I've heard lots of songwriters say this, you just got to come in the room and let go of control and just say, kind of like, I always talk to Lisa about <laughs> my love for um, improv, like theater improv and yes comedy and. improv. Yeah, the yes and. So it's like... <laughs> Yeah, you're I always think, like, honey, come on, just give me a yes and. <laughs> yeah, instead of like when you're writing and collaborating together, it's it's not healthy to just shut somebody's idea down or to like, you know, roll your eyes at it or whatever. It's Which it's, I can do sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, so can I, especially in the kitchen. <laughs> no, yeah, like it's it's really cool. Like learning learning the yes and like somebody brings an idea to the table and you say okay, and we can also add to it this. And of course, at the end of the day, some things get filtered out. And uh, but yeah, it's really it's really cool. And speaking of that, here I I wanted Lisa to talk more. Now I'm talking. <laughs> no, well. But Sounds working good. with John again is just amazing. This song, we asked him, you'll hear on the podcast when we talk about the album, you know, what what one of the challenges was for him. And, and he actually said mixing this song. And I think because uh, it just was such an important song because it, it's more raucous. Yeah. <laughs> it's heavier and it's, but yet Lisa's singing the vocal, which, you know, she's, typically more of a kind of a oh yeah i wanted to uh, talk about that for yeah sure. like a she's sort of more of a like a lyric kind of soprano well okay. you sing a lot of ballads that's for sure but yeah and in in all honesty like it's actually like i feel like over the years with singing i've always done backup i've always been a supportive singer and i i i actually haven't done a lot of like lead vocal kind of type stuff like i can definitely sing songs and stuff but I think I've been exploring more with my voice um you know because like I was classically trained in like opera and classical music which is like totally a different way of singing and accessing and some people would say well no once you you know you learn to sing like that you're like that's your voice you know you always sing from that place and technique wise yes I mean the skills that I learned were amazing for breath control and all different kinds of things but when I was in school doing jazz stuff you know that was another way to like you know stretch my voice and stuff so going back to what I was saying with with this song when it was like okay this is a song I've written it's lead and um you know, I want it to be more rock. Like, I want to try to somehow blend, see if we can create harmony between, not like literal harmony, but you know what I mean, figurative, figurative harmony between my voice and a rock-type sound. And so I think John did an awesome job of sort of like, you know, I just sang it when we were recording it, but he also, there was definitely, def you know, definitely parts well, throughout recording the vocals where he was like, hey, can you, can you sing this way a little bit more? Or can you, you know, so that was kind of fun to like walk through that process. And I remember him saying like, 
whoa, okay, this is like more rock than I thought. Like, this is surprising. Like, but I was just really feeling it. Like, I was like, I, you know, I want to try it. I want to do it. And so I feel like, you know, it worked out really well. At least I hope people think that. <laughs> um, and I think it's kind of a fun, like, summer song and the the feel and the vibe like when I was listening back to it I was like it's got like there's a little bit of like 80s um I don't know hints of 80s kind of sounds or 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 feeling and I mean what do you think yeah definitely even the guitar tone it reminds me of like <coughs> I don't know like like uh, Brian Adams or something like Run to You or Brian Adams, don't say that. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't sound like a Brian Adams song, but um, but yeah, there's just something about it. Yeah, it, it kind of evokes this sort of road trip. Um, I don't know. It's cool. I I um. That bird I, is tripping. Yeah, the bird's tripping. I also, I love that, like, John played the rhythm guitar on this, the electric, and I wasn't there the weekend that they started this song, and I was so happy because, like, I had played a demo of it or, or like, a, you know, a scratch track of it at some point, and, and uh, so I thought, oh, man, I hope they get the feel right, because... Yeah. But, of course, they did. Like, he's... He's brilliant. He's such a great guitar player, and I just uh, I loved the tone too. The tone was really cool. I'm not sure what he used. It sounds like it like it's really close mic, like on his box or something. It kind of has this like boxy sound, but it's so warm and resonant. So hmm. another point for Jonathan Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other uh, cool part uh, in the song that literally like okay we were in the studio like the vocals were done and we were adding any kind of like last little elements to the song and stuff like that and I just I was like John I'm hearing this part here in this song and it's the part where you call me up I'm calling out that oh, part yeah, there yeah 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 and uh which to yeah and I I listened to it I mean that it just whatever that just kind of came to me in the moment so he was like Yep, get in the booth, hop on, let's sing it. And I I sang it, like, I think I only took, it was like two takes, that was it. it was, and that, so that was really fun. And then as soon as we heard it along with the chorus at the end there where everything's building, it was just like all coming together. It's just really, well, just the whole process is just so fun when you collaborate. Because, okay, first of all, there was four people that kind of wrote the song and then John's, you know, in that as the producer and then in the moment when we're in the studio you know there's just it's just so much fun to create and mm. kind of make things up on the spot even though you know you have like the map for the song kind of laid out it's just not really knowing what it's going to sound like at the very end is kind of exciting oh and john really helped with that map because when we brought the song to him we weren't quite sure what to call each section like what's the verse what's the chorus what's the bridge or whatever and so that was really helpful to have his ears on it and to get sort of get that established even though like it's not that it sounds that different from the first time we did it but 
it still wasn't clear in our minds until we mm-hmm. brought it to him and said, um, yeah, you guys did have a lot of time to come up with stuff because on my many bathroom trips. Cause <laughs> I, you mean uh, at the studio? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just remember that vocal thing. I, I And it's it reminded me of like Haim or something that... that I thing. was just going to say that. Yeah, like... And it's so cool, but you did that when I left to run to the washroom. The wash, the bathroom was in the cottage, and the studio is a different building, so I had to run to the washroom. By the time I came back, Lisa was was done. Was I doing the Heim face? I yeah, the like, bass player face. <laughs> While I was singing it. I think you were. John told me you were. <laughs> I love. I actually really love their music. Oh yeah. So. Um, yeah. Speaking of. Wait. Oh. I don't mean to get away from something new, but, like, that's the kind of music I love. It's, like, timeless. Like, mm. I feel like with a band like Haim, like, their music I could have listened to, like, 30 years ago. And now, that's what, you know, it's, that's the kind of music I like to try and listen to is is music that's, like, yeah, timeless. Totally. You can, you could listen to it in any, I don't know. You know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, right? totally. I mean, it's like when we put on the 80s station on the radio on Sirius like you hear these songs that totally stand the test of time and then they'll play something that's like really really uh kind of stuck in that era Hey, thank you so much for listening to our Tune Made Podcast Season 1. Bagentina, Dead, Wreck, and Lisa and I are so grateful that you're a part of our our crew and you're uh, learning more about our songs in the process here. You can head over to your favorite streaming platform to listen to something new as well as our other single, Tomorrow's Running Late. Leave This Town is coming out next in early August 2020 and the whole album will be streamable on August 31st. You can actually get the CD early or the digital files early by heading to tunemate.com and we'd love to hear what you think of our music and our podcast. Head over to our website tunemate.com and send us a message. Join our email list for the latest news and visit us, follow us, like us and all that stuff on social where we post songs, hold contests and share our music and life. And finally, uh, if you want to hear a live at home version of this song that's a part of our extended podcast episode and you can do that only on patreon by becoming a patron you get access to exclusive bagentina and tunemade content music and more we'll be back very soon with another episode You're